The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Really, really appreciate um, all of the activity on Facebook and social media. If you guys have not had a chance to read more about MM3 tuning and some of the other stuff going on, Duramax Tuner and Calibrated PowerWise, certainly check out their Facebook pages. We really appreciate that stuff. Or if you want to read some of the articles I've put together uh, about some of those products and topics, check out the blog, blog.calibratedpower.com forward slash blog. Guys, hurry up and call us. We've had quite a few of our listeners call in and use the podcast uh, coupon code over the phone with Danny, myself, or the other sales guys there at Duramax Tuner. I had a guy from Australia call me. Love it. Love it. Man, those guys are so friendly over there. You know, it's funny you bring that up, Danny. Australia is one of our fastest growing markets. So if you are a listener in Australia, do us a favor, shoot us a message on Facebook when you hear this. We really just want to know how many of you guys are out there. Paul, you are a natural, man. It's, It's like I do this for a living or something. For sure. <laughs> and then, of course, 10% off all tuning products, calibrated power, Duramax tuner. Don't forget to rate us. And all you have to do is click the podcast app on your iPhone, go down to search, type in the Diesel Performance Podcast, go to the main screen and click on the stars, and please, five or nothing. That's all we ask That's for. That's right. Five stars or nothing. Don't get Paul all riled up. Don't get me riled Just up. Just give him five. Give him a high five. <laughs> also, leave a positive comment. We love the comments. Yeah, we d- we definitely appreciate your guys' feedback. Uh, Danny, the the Zach Fuller episode, just blowing up on downloads. Guys are loving to hear about his truck. I expect the same results for uh, Derek Rose, who's going live the day we're recording this. So we don't I'm, – I'm sure it'll do great. But, yeah, it, it'll be released a week ago when you're listening. Both of those guests were really awesome guests to have. Yeah, so much fun. We we got so much great content out of them. And keeping right in line, talking to Ultimate Callout Challenge competitors, we got the winner from last year, LaVon Miller. How the hell are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing wonderful. Thanks so much for carving some time out of your day to talk to uh, our listeners a little bit more about uh, your truck. Sure, not a problem at all. So, LaVon, tell us about the truck. Tell us where it started and where you're going to take it uh what is it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa Hold whoa, on there, whoa. I forgot Paul's got his, you know, he's we got. We got to ask him. Well, we you gotta know, ask Paul's him. got, he's so ritualistic. He's got to do everything. So why don't you go into your uh, asking your question? That's right. I ask all of our listeners, LaVon, what got you started in diesel performance? Uh, diesel performance, uh, I bought a truck, obviously, for uh, work purposes. Like every normal guy looks at a diesel truck for the first time. <laughs> and then uh being 19 years old you have a niche for horsepower and uh you know kind of one thing leads to another then soon you got a bunch of broken parts and you spend all your money making horsepower and and uh now we're here uh, 12 years later <laughs> you went from spending all your money making horsepower to making all your money making horsepower i love it yeah, I think we still spend all our money making horsepower, but uh, we've, it's been nice to be able to turn a hobby into a business. That's and, awesome. Uh, it's been it's been a fun industry to work in. Yeah, I mean, you you obviously have made quite a splash on the on the scene here for diesel performance uh, with your time and success at the Diesel Power Challenge and winning the Ultimate Callout Challenge last year. But I'm sorry, Danny, I think you were just asking him to tell us a little bit about the truck coming to 2017. That's what everybody wants to know. Fair enough. Let's get real. Everybody knows LeVon's history if you're a LeVon Miller fan, but the truck, 
obviously, uh, I mean, what is it, an 06, 07, 59 base truck originally? Yes, yeah, it was originally a 2006 uh, regular cab, full drive, three-quarter ton. Uh, we actually bought it uh, in completely stock form. It had been uh, November of 2015. Uh, we bought it uh, specifically to build into the ultimate call-out challenge truck that we <clears throat> built for last year. Awesome. Okay, okay. So is the truck together right now? just took it apart actually so it sounds, <laughs> sounds about right 85 days left and uh, let's take it all apart and see how much stuff we can change for this year right well i'll tell you what that puts you right on pace with all the competitors we've talked to and all the right. interviews we've done nobody has a truck that's actually together right now nobody right yeah and we had i mean we came off of uh our last race in november uh we were down at uh, the mississippi race uh diesel thunder and we had um our balancer um, came loose, and it was uh, messed up the crank sensor, and that's what was causing our cutout issues down there. We found that out, but we came back, fixed that. So we had a running truck. Everything was ready. We could have um, just gone right into 2017 with it, but we had a couple of harebrained ideas that we wanted to kind of turn this into version 2.0. So uh, we took it apart, and that uh, process has started. So right now we're sitting with a rolling chassis, and... The motor's out because we're prepping it with uh, the new fuel system and new air to go to the engine dyno in two weeks. I love it. Okay, well, before we dive into the new setup, give me a quick rundown. What was the setup you just tore apart? Uh, the setup we just tore apart was uh, starting with the long block was a DNJ uh, deck plate long block with their stage three head. Um, they it had an Exergy 500% over injector still running the 5.9 ECU that we had converted to a standalone harness, and then uh, running three 12 mil extra G stroker pumps, and a uh, obviously Firepunk Comp 3 48RE transmission. Um, that's pretty much the basics of fuel and you know power plan is what we had. Um, the chassis, the chassis we still had, we were about 300 pounds over um, Pro Street minimum weight, uh, which is 4,500 pounds. We could get, the truck was like 4,540 pounds, no fuel, no driver. By the time we got fuel, water, and driver in it, we were 300 pounds heavy. That's awesome. Okay. I mean, you, you got this thing shaved down. You got this thing loaded up. What did it make for power last year? Uh, at UCC, we did 2211 um, and 33 hundred foot pounds of torque i can't remember the exact number uh then we had a fueling issue at ucc it ended up being a uh our ecm ground uh we did not have the type of bolt that we used to fasten it to the to the chassis didn't ground correctly and we changed the nut and bolt and we fixed that fueling issue we came back a week later in kentucky and did uh 2348 horsepower and uh that that dyno showed like four thousand foot pounds, but I'm pretty sure we wow. were the dyno the the dyno was not calibrated to the roller speed correctly. So on the engine dyno, we did thirty three hundred eighty nine foot pounds, and at UCC we did thirty three hundred something. So I don't see us picking up a, a solid six hundred foot pounds of torque just over a little uh, grounding issue. <laughs> gotcha. I want to say congratulations, by the way, for winning last year, and everybody's got their eyes on you this year. So. I would love to talk about the truck going into the event. I mean, as far as you're the driver, 
I mean, what event are you the strongest in personally? Um, as a driver, obviously the UCC driving is pretty important on the uh, on the drag track, but most of all, it's important for a driver to know the truck because if I'm confident confident in the truck, I know how to. Um, run the truck on the dyno, and the dyno at a 2,000 horsepower plus level is not something that I have just a ton of experience in. We dyno, I don't know, two to three trucks a day on a daily basis here at the shop, but most of those are, you know, on an average of 500 to 1,300 horsepower trucks, and it's a whole different ball game when you have 2,500 horsepower worth of fuel and you have to try to get it up on boost soon enough to make a, a power curve out of it. So knowing knowing the setup, know what RPMs it responds and and how it how it comes into power is everything on a chassis dyno because you almost have to you have to you have to dyno the you have to run the dyno rather than just put it on the put it on the dyno and put it on the floor and see what happens. It's not quite that simple. Um, so I think knowing the truck is really important as a driver. So we're hoping to get the thing back together. Um, and get some seat time with the new turbos and the new fuel system just to make sure we're confident in, in uh, how the 2017 setup responds in comparison to last year. Well, speaking of the 2017 setup, what are you hoping to change? I mean, you had all the fuel in the world and huge turbos. Is there more? Oh, uh, there's always more. <laughs> <laughs> you look at uh, Ultima Callout, and I always... I've often wondered how fast this is going to escalate, and it's definitely escalating quickly, which is is fun, uh, but yet it's hard for us to get all our work done on a daily basis and still put all our time and efforts into going to the next level, and it, it makes winners a crazy, crazy uh, amount of work to be able to pile in race truck on evenings and weekends over top of customer's truck, which has to stay priority, you know, Monday through Friday. Um but we really we worked with Extragy uh, and coming up with next level for the fuel system. Um, we're going to a Bosch standalone ECU. Uh, the main reason was for that is so that we can have a little bit more options for injectors. Um, they're building a, a couple different scenarios um, on injector options for us. But over what we had last year, we're seeing about a 35% increase in fuel quantity from what we had last year on the bench. Holy um, shit. So, so there's yeah. definitely a lot more on tap with uh, the new fuel system. And big props to Extragy for um, the work that they did because going visiting their facility and seeing the engineering power that they have and the amount of, uh, the, the amount of equipment they have to go to the next level is really impressive. So, so that's uh, that's kind of what we're doing for the fuel system is seeing uh, um, what how capable a common rail fuel system really can be. So last year when you did twenty two hundred, that was on fuel, air, and spray, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay, are you expecting a total return since your injectors? You're seeing a thirty five percent increase. Are you expecting a thirty five percent increase on total power? Um. If we can, uh, if we can effectively get the power curve out of the bigger turbo setup, and then yes, I think so because I mean we'll we'll know a lot more uh, in two weeks once we come off the engine dyno because that ultimately <laughs> tells a story because we were on in 
on the chassis dyno with nitrous, the pulse width for horsepower was very comparable to the engine dyno on fuel. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That is impressive. Well, I'm really excited to see this truck. We, you had mentioned turbo setups getting changed as well. What was last year's turbos? What are this year's turbos? Um, well, last year's turbos are still going to be this year's backup turbos, um, <laughs> just because we're we're going to try we're going to try something new, and we'll, if it doesn't work, we're going to bounce back to what we know works. Um, but for us to be able to actually utilize more fuel, I mean, last year we were we were out of air at 2,300 horsepower. Um, so we were um, running up a triple setup uh, that Chris had engineered, built for us. Um, that was a S475 on the manifold with a pair of 77s on top. And we really stayed conservative on turbo size last year because of the event being in Utah. And right. we wanted to make sure that in altitude we weren't going to run into problems of being able to get on the chargers and have a very usable power curve. Um so going into this year, um, we've got increases in the S400. We're going to take that same platform of S400 turbos, and he's building just larger frames, a little bigger, going bigger on the exhaust side, and we're going to try to maximize um, what we can get out of the S400-based uh, turbochargers. And that's going to be our backup plan because we know they work. We know they make a power curve. We know we can go fast. Um, with that setup. But then we have uh, Columbus Diesel, who's um, stepping up to the plate with a pair of Triple HX82s that they want to be able to, they said, we can build you a, a setup that will have more air than you'll have fuel for. And so we'll really be able to, on the engine dyno, we'll be able to see how much fuel a common rail system can really have with Extra new setup. So we'll be able to, we're going to have a really big set of air on it and we'll see what kind of power curve we can get out of it and then we'll be changing um compressor wheels turbine wheels turbine housings on the engine dyno from both platforms and we'll we'll nail down our power curves with both setups so we know really what we have what we want to go in the truck with that's awesome i expect uh to be able to catch this on a facebook live testing huh yeah, we'll probably do something like that. It's going to be, again, uh, we go to the engine dyno, and you got to take off work to do it, and so and it's a lot of work. When you make a dyno run, you get all your data, you change the tune, you make another pass, and then you're changing uh, hardware, and you got to record data along with doing all the work, and everybody thinks it's easy just stand around with a camera and uh, shoot live feed but <laughs> at the end of the day you come uh, you come home and you're like man i really should have uh, recorded all all of what we did today because it is a lot of, it's a lot of interesting stuff to follow and you learn so much uh because we can dial in our whole power plant before we ever get it in the truck and i think that was a lot of the big reason a lot of the reason for our success last year coming out of the box with a new truck is we had a power plant that was proven we knew what tune made what power and we could kind of calculate um, based on the track that we were going on and what kind of time we wanted to run, how much power we needed. And we were able to throw a file in there that we knew made 1,616 horsepower, and we'd make a pass and see what it did. What was your quarter-mile time last year? Uh, the fastest we went was an 827, and the fastest uh, mile per hour was 169. Whew. Wow. That's cooking. Now, you guys swapped out the rear ends, didn't you? 
and uh, some chassis gear work? Ratios, gear ratios. Uh, okay. For the sled pool. We have 342s in it uh, for racing and dynoing, then we go to a 456 gear for the sled pool. Yeah, I do remember some of that going on last year. Are you expecting to make similar changes in between each event this year? Yes. Yep, that's uh, kind of using the same same platform for the uh, sled pull. Um, the main thing that we're changing on chassis this year is we're moving the engine back 14 inches. Uh, we're trying to, we are pretty much on a 70-30 weight bias, um, and we're trying to get closer to a 60-40 weight bias without shortening the uh, wheelbase. And that's kind of uh, <laughs> the the ultimate call-out challenge is what we originally built that truck for, but that's just one event a year. Uh, so pro street drag racing is really what keeps us busy all summer, and that's what the truck's around. But yet the ultimate call-out challenge almost handicaps us in some of the changes we want to make just for racing. So in keeping a four-wheel drive chassis, we're trying to maximize how fast can we go keeping a four-wheel drive chassis, um, getting our weight bias best we can. We kind of hit a wall around well, 135, 60 foots last year. And with all the two-wheel drives coming out in the pro street class, uh, capable of going low 120, even in the teen 60-foot, wow. um, potentially that's something that we're aware of how much, how much of an advantage a two-wheel drive has of being able to snap out of a hole like that. Yeah. So we're trying to do everything we can with a four-wheel drive chassis to be able to um, keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. That's moving. That's why it's called the ultimate call-out challenge because nobody's cutting times like that 60-foot, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, well, that those are pro yeah. street. Those are two-wheel yeah. drive pro street trucks cutting that time. Ultimate call-out challenge, I think what's so cool about this is we have what, what LeVon is basically telling us. It's a pro street truck right. that – that also works in the ultimate call-out challenge. It is interesting to me that you built it, designed for the, the UCC first, and then adopted it into the the Pro Street series. Uh, you guys have done really well in that series. How about the sled pulling? Uh, are, do you guys do a lot of sled pulling throughout the summer, or is that kind of more just a, a few times a year? Um, for that truck, we try to do it as little as possible because it's eight <laughs> hours of work getting into sled pull trim and eight hours of work going back to racing trim. Oh, and no. uh, time is really just the thing that it uh, it doesn't motivate us to pull a whole day on a Friday, getting a truck ready for a sled pull on Saturday, just to undo it on Monday to go racing the next weekend. <laughs> so the only time we hooked that truck was at the ultimate call-out challenge. Oh, wow. So do you hook anything on the side? Um, uh, do you have a, your own personal truck that you practice with or a shop truck or something? Uh, no, we do not. We have, uh, I mean, we've done quite a bit of pulling in the past okay. back when, uh, the two, six class was reasonable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we've also helped out with, uh, we've also helped out with customer builds where we do, uh, chassis work and we'll do hitches and we do a lot of tuning on pulling trucks. And so we're, we're around it. We're familiar with it. We're in central Ohio. So we're flood pulling central. Um, but me personally, I have a need for speed, and 33 mile an hour with dirt swinging beside me doesn't get uh, do for me what 160 mile an hour in the quarter does. <laughs> <laughs> I, Man, I you're killing me, Levon. On Friday night, when there's a flood pool right down the road. 
Preach. I oh, love it. That's I said the me. same I say I, the same thing. You guys are hurting my feelings. I mean, I respect sled pulling. Like I have a ton of respect for it. Like I understand why it's so hard. I understand why it's so challenging. But it's it's not nearly as exciting in my opinion. It's just not. Um, right. It's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Is, I mean, you you can't I can't deny like the ultimate call out challenge, sled pulling, like I'm all about it. <laughs> and it's fun. <laughs> I it gets my heart racing and it's fun. But um the biggest thing, I think the biggest draw for uh, myself and all the guys that work here at Firepunk um, that we like racing is I, I feel like racing, you're in a lot, you have a lot more control of your own destiny on whether you're going to win or lose um, than you get in a flood pulling class that is bound with a, uh, um, a turbo rule and everybody's within a couple horse, you know, 40 horsepower of each other in a class. And then luck of the draw will determine your track position on whether you get to pull first or last, and whether the truck comes on or track comes on at the beginning or goes away at the end. Um, I can't stand when I see a, a customer of ours that has bought literally the best of everything. We made more horsepower than about anybody else has on the engine dyno, and then they go out and get like number two draw uh, right before sunset, and they go 310 feet. And then the sun sets, and the track comes on, and the last three trucks go 340. I don't like that. <laughs> I love it. That's a good way to put it. That and the, and the arbitrary turbo rules that aren't real or based on anything, actually, and they're just completely <laughs> right. and totally and, arbitrary. Again, I, we do a lot, we have a lot of customers who sled pull and love it, and I am all about supporting it and doing it. Just me personally, I like going fast. I love it. Well, LeVon, we're going to wrap up here and ask you just a few more questions about getting ready for the UCC right after a quick word from our sponsors. If you're looking for a way to safely increase the power of your tractor or combine without buying new equipment, I want to talk to you. I'm Nick Pregnitz, founder and owner of Calibrated Power Solutions in Marengo, Illinois. We're the leading North American developer of custom engine calibrations for light-duty diesel engines. We've been in business for nearly a decade, and we have tens of thousands of satisfied customers throughout North America. We're now offering calibrated uprates for most John Deere, Case, New Holland, and Versatile equipment. These uprates increase horsepower, help with fuel economy, and most importantly, save you time in the field. Just imagine your heaviest implement pulling that thing two gears higher or not having to downshift when you hit the hill like you had to before. Think about the impact this would have on your ground speed and ultimately your workday. Less fuel per acre, more acres per hour, same equipment. These are safe, reliable tractor uprates calibrated to your specific needs. If you'd like to know more, give us a call, 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. And we're back with LaVon Miller, Paul. Yeah. How did you land this episode? Uh, you know, email, same same as everybody else. Yeah. Um. That's all we got to do. <laughs> Just drop us an email, paul at duramaxtuner.com or myself, Danny, at duramaxtuner.com. Absolutely. And, LaVon, we're back here, and uh, we're just coming to the tail end of our conversation. I wanted, sure. I know we've already asked you about what events you hope to be the strongest in, but I, I was really kind of curious, what's been the most challenging part of getting ready for UCC 2017? The most challenging part has been uh, convincing myself to let my brother cut the truck up and actually make changes to it when it works at well last year. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I think, I mean, the biggest thing you look at is last year really set the standard. It was the first year and nobody really knew what to expect. Um, and so we we really expected last year to have 
um, to compete against a lot more purpose-built trucks. Um, and I think this year you're going to see a lot more of that. The standard's kind of been set, and everybody's already talking about 3,000 horsepower. And, I mean, between you and me, 3,000 horsepower on a chassis dyno, it's insane. Ah. I mean, 2,000 horsepower on a chassis dyno is insane. Like we, There's a lot of things that have to come into play to get that number out of a chassis dyno. You take a super stock truck like Shane Kellogg's, for instance, that can chassis uh, engine dyno 3,000 horsepower all day, every day. The total different ball game to put that truck, that power plant on a chassis dyno and make that number. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, um, I guess that leads me right into my next question here because 3,000 is the number everybody's throwing around. 3,000 horsepower at the rear wheel. We we know it. I mean, we, we know somebody's going to do it. Like It's kind of like that 3,000 or bust this year, which nah, does beg the question man. of next year. Wow. However, I guess my question for you today, LeVon, is what are you expecting? What, what's your goal at the UCC? Um. Realistically, I mean, we set we set our own personal goals of what we think it's going to take to compete, and then that's what we we strive for. We want to hit the goal of horsepower of what we set, the quarter mile times that we set, and if uh, we hit our goals and we don't win the event, and then we've succeeded. We just didn't we just didn't plan hard enough. <laughs> um, but I mean, ideally, I mean, I personally think that uh, twenty seven, twenty eight hundred horsepower is is possible with what our setup is. But again, until we engine dyno, um, we'll find out if our build on paper works in the real world. I love that, and so often that's where we really get to learn uh, the separation of theory and reality. Right? We have a lot of great ideas, and sometimes we go to test them and we find out. Uh, yeah, the backup set of turbos from last year are actually going to be the best bet. We see that time and time again. And if you if you don't right. go through that, you ain't trying. Yeah, you got to try something new. How about uh, other competitors? Right. Who are you keeping an eye on? Who are you worried about? Uh, I'm worried about everybody. Um, <laughs> I mean, you win Diesel Power Challenge twice, and then you win Ultimate Callout Challenge, and then everybody, whether, whether they like you or not, they're still going to want to beat you. You got the target. Um, so yep. you, you feel kind of like you have a big target on your back. And we have what I really wanted to do for 2017, we just didn't have enough time for. Um, so we've got some big things in the works that are already in process for 2018. Um, but um, a lot of things have to happen before that even. But, I, I mean, I look at uh, all the big competitors. I know, uh, I know Industrial will probably bring some heavy hitters. Um, I know Wagglers is going to bring something uh, strong. Lease is going to have a strong showing. Ben Shaddy's going to have a strong showing. King Speed's building a ground-up something, I'm pretty sure. Derrick Rose is going to be strong. Um, Tavornik um, at Midgets. There's there's a lot. Uh, and that's just, I'm just kind of going through the Dodge uh, potential lightweight chassis trucks that are going to be threats. And there's, you, you go through the whole list of power plants and you're like, you really have to worry about almost everybody um, because there's only three events and how it's so important to get a high score in every event. And if you have one event that you fail in, you've pretty much lost the event for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who would you like to give a shout out to? Who's been a big help for you guys? Uh, I definitely like to give a shout out to uh, my team here at Firepunk, uh, my wife, and uh, I guess, the guys' wives here at the shop, too, because they're the ones who uh, let us guys work on the race truck late. Um, but then uh, <laughs> Drew at D&J doing the motor, 
uh, Exergy doing the fuel system, um, engineered and Columbus Diesel working us on the on the uh, turbos, and then we've got a whole other long list of sponsors: Diesel Performance Converters, Turn 14, Vibrant, Amsoil's hooking us up with uh, all our lubricants. Yukon uh, uh, hooked us up with our um, springs and pinions and axles. Um, there's a host more that have g- given uh, not only not only product, but they they support us as a team. So pretty much when we uh, come into a bind and we're we're at the Ultima Callout Challenge, they're there to help us out. So a lot of people in the industry who have surrounded us and our team, and we can't be more grateful for. Man, just once again, Danny, everybody who's going to the UCC really preaches, you know, it takes a village to make one of these trucks happen. It's not a one-man yeah. operation by any means. For sure. And it's cool to hear that all these guys are kind of working against each other and with each other. It, it really is. You know, I think that's one of the coolest things is everybody we've talked to has had parts on their truck from another potential competitor at the competition. I just yeah. I think that's one of the coolest things out there. Right. Well, that's, that's definitely something that's important to me is the ultimate call-out challenge. Every one of us has has got an ego and we want to win. Um, but I know as well as uh, everybody else does, not, not, you can't always win. And I'm sure our, our turn's coming to get our butts spanked. But um, it's been, I, I look at the ultimate call-out challenge as a great time for networking. Uh, so you take all these companies that are in the diesel industry and we work together and we figure out, hey, look, these guys are good at this. And I know who to call when I'm having a problem with a specific issue um you know down the road and it it networks the diesel shop owners together and through that the diesel industry grows and becomes better absolutely only makes it better for the customers at the end i just i just our listeners are going to love this episode because a lot of our listeners are into diesel but they don't know how to they don't know where to go um, maybe in life with their with their diesel skills. So when they hear stories about going from mixing concrete to being the biggest badass in the UCC, they can see that, man, you can make a change in your life and get into the diesel industry. Perfect. Yes, well, definitely. LaVon, Le- thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day and putting a pause on the build to talk to us. Uh, we really appreciate your time. No problem. Uh, appreciate you guys having me. Not a problem. This has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email paul at duramaxtuner.com or danny at duramaxtuner.com. Don't forget to rate us. And all you have to do is click the podcast app on your iPhone, go down to search, type in the Diesel Performance Podcast, go to the main screen and click on the stars, and please 
Five or nothing. That's all we ask That's for. That's right. Five stars or nothing. Don't get Paul all riled up. Don't get me riled Just up. Just give him a five. Give him a high five. <laughs>